Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Mining and Mindset. I'm your host, Janae Ledger. Thank you for listening and tuning in today. This is episode number 64. If this is your first time listening today, I would love to connect with you on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, all of the social media at My Naked Mindset. And also, you can connect with me on my Facebook group, my VIP Facebook group. We have so much fun over there just talking about all sorts of different topics. Of course, I always have to post some funny, ridiculous memes because, I mean, that's kind of who I am. And you can find that group, My Naked Mindsetters. You can search that and it should pop up. And it's also, of course, on all of my, um, you know, my bios and my Instagram. So I look forward to connecting with you. Um, But without further ado, this episode is going to be super fun. If you are, you know, in the dating world and you're kind of getting back out there, it can be hard and overwhelming, but we are going to discuss, you know, all sorts of different dating topics and how to get back out there and feel comfortable. So I hope you enjoy this episode with this awesome guest. So enjoy. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for joining today. I have a very special guest. She is a dating and self-worth coach who helps women re-enter the dating world with clarity and confidence. Everyone, please welcome to the show, Jessica. Hey, I'm so excited to be here, Janae. Thanks for having me. Of course. I'm so glad we connected and it's been so much fun just like getting to know you and your your coaching. And I actually was on an IG live with Jessica a couple of weeks ago, and it was so much fun. It was actually my first time I had ever done an IG live. So you kind of like introduced me to it. So we had so much fun chatting about just like dating. And obviously you are a dating and self-worth coach. And I think my audience is going to love just like hearing all about your tips and tricks and stories, because Dating can be very, very hard and overwhelming, but we're going to crack that code and just like get into it and, and just make you kind of hopefully more, you know, in tune with, you know, kind of what you're feeling and are you ready to like move on um, and just really make it fun and not so intimidating. So I first want to ask how you kind of got into coaching and just kind of share your story. Sure. How much time do we have? (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Yeah, that story is pretty much my life story. So um, I started my dating relationships when I was 16 years old. I met my first what I call official title boyfriend in Maui when I was on a family vacation with my parents. And he ended up living 20 minutes away from like where my family lives in California. And so I totally just at 16 felt like, oh my gosh, this is fate. Like how often do you meet someone like in a different state or whatever? And then, yeah, so we ended up dating. It was really, um, looking back, not even a relation, not even a relationship. So naive and just kind of comical. Um, but he ended up breaking up with me six months after we had been together over the phone and, Mm. uh, I was devastated and I could, didn't understand why, uh, we hadn't been fighting about anything. He hadn't talked to me about 
you know, any hesitation or anything like that. And, you know, so many people are like, oh, what's the big deal? Like it was when you were 16, you know, and the truth of the matter is that like he, he told me he broke up with me because I was a drama queen. And that moment I accepted that identity as my truth Mm. unbeknownst to me (laughs) and moving forward in my life, like going into college and after college, I unconsciously was so afraid of being seen as a drama queen again and being dropped in a snap in a heartbeat of not being accepted and loved, which is what I was craving that I just willingly gave myself to anybody and everybody who gave me the slightest time of day. Um, and it took me a long time, a lot of hitting rock bottoms and, you know, just getting to a place of like, who am I? Why do I keep attracting these guys? Like what is going on? I had to get to that place before I was ready to say, okay, let's start getting some understanding and clarity here. So that's kind of what started it all. (laughs) Interesting. Wow. I mean, and I feel like when our first relationships, it does kind of like mold us into like what we know, because that's all we know at that time. And kind of like what we, you know, think of like, oh, well, this guy is going to do this to me because this is my first boyfriend. This is my first experience. So it can be super you know, challenging to like, kind of be like, no, not every guy is going to be like that. And I think you'll always think back to like your first love or your first relationship. And that's such a, it's, it's definitely tough to like break out of that mold essentially. Um, so how, like, what, what would you say inspires you for, to like help other women, you know, in their dating? I love seeing the light bulb go off for someone when, you know, they've been, you know, experiencing a pattern Mm -hmm. or, you know, they're not getting the results that they want in their life. And a light bulb goes off where they have identified a limiting belief that they were unaware of or a moment and experience in their past where they made a key decision that has unconsciously been directing them for it could be a couple years it could be 20 or 50 years and they finally see it and it's just like oh my gosh like I finally get it and then they come to a crossroad where they have to decide do I want to continue living this known comfortable path that is not giving me the results in the life that I want Or do I want to actually travel down the unknown, uncomfortable path that I don't know how it's going to like turn out? I don't know if I'm going to find the man. I don't know if I'm going to feel the love, but I'm willing to take a shot and like to be there with someone when they are making that decision and then walking that unknown journey with them. It's so exciting and fulfilling and to just have a small part in that and help someone become the next level of who they've been created to be. Uh, There's no words to like describe that experience. It's just so fulfilling. 
I love that. And it, it is so nice to be able to, like you were saying, light bulb, like, oh yeah, like I get it now. Cause sometimes, like I was saying earlier, you know, when you're all, all that, you know, is, you know, what you've been through and maybe you've heard some friends stories, but like all in all, it's like just what you've been seeing and what you've been experiencing. And when you kind of like step step back for a second and talk to, you know, a third party or a coach or even like a therapist, it's like, you can kind of see through a different lens. Right. Cause mm-hmm. it's like, it's so hard when you're in a relationship or, you know, whatever the case may be, you're just dating someone. And it's like, you're so involved in it that it's so hard to like back up and be like, what is this? Or, you know, what's going on here? Are they, you know, are they gaslighting me? Are they love bombing me? Are they doing this? Like there's, I mean, there's so many different terms nowadays, but (laughs) it's actually hard for me to keep up too. Um, The love bombing one is actually very interesting. I definitely want to like, I want to do like a whole episode on that one day because it's so interesting. And I feel like a lot of people do it. But anyways, I digress. Um, but it just, it it's so nice to be able to have like a coach to just kind of like lean on and be like, you know what, this is what I want. This is what I want to get out of it. And, you know, I'm looking for my, my husband or wife or whatever that may be. Um, and I just want that person to be X, Y, and Z. And just like having that support system is, is so critical. So I think that's so awesome that you just love what you do. Cause like I always say, I just, I, I love when people are so passionate about what they do. Cause that's like, that's like the American dream they say, right. Is just enjoying what you do every day. So um, yeah, that's, sure. that's super awesome that you just are so passionate about helping other women. Um, so let's get into a little bit of like your dating history and kind of maybe some of like the biggest lessons like you've learned over the years um, from, you know, either experiences or just anything about dating. What are your biggest lessons or, yeah. I've had a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think if I were to sum it up in just a few, um, the first one would be that like, your external reality and the type of person that you're attracting is a direct reflection of what's going on inside of you. Uh, When I really understood that, that just completely transformed everything for me um, because it really shine like shone a light on the fact that my own self-worth and the way that I viewed myself was really low and it was really hard to accept that but if I wanted anything different if I wanted to experience something more like I had to because Mm. that was the truth um so for me like understanding that direct correlation and then you know working on it and moving forward. And that's a topic that I think every coach in the world talks on (laughs) is like self-worth and and learning to love your whole self, even the parts that you don't necessarily like about yourself. Um, And then the other thing that I think one of the, another really big lesson that I learned is that you know, you need to be clear on what it is that you're looking for. If you don't really know what you're looking for or what you need, what you want, it can 
completely pass right by you without you even recognizing it. And like, mm -hmm. so what I mean by that is like, what kind of character of man are you looking for? Like, there's a lot of generic things that every single woman wants. Like right. he has integrity, he's kind, like that's not clear enough. Like yeah, it needs that's broad. Yeah. It's too broad. You need to like be so clear that you like, what does it sound like? What does it look like? What does it feel like inside your body when that man, like your future husband is talking to you when he's interacting with you? So, so you actually like your nervous system is like knows it is familiar with it so when it actually comes into your life it recognizes it and it goes oh wow like yeah this is it this is what i've been looking for um other really good questions to ask yourself are like you know in in the sense of like who you're looking for is like what direction in life are you guys going in what is you know, a non-negotiable, do you want to have kids? What if he has kids? Like, um, money is, you know, one of like the number one thing that causes divorce. So like being, right. being aware of like how, what kind of money, like awareness does he need to have? Is he a spender? Is he a saver? You know, and it, at the beginning, like when you first meet someone, of course, you're not going to know all these things. Right. And if they oh. don't, if they're not in alignment, it's things that you can like work on. If you're, you know, conscious of it. Um, but having clarity and, you know, what it is that you're looking for is really, really important. I love that. And that is so true. Like being clear on what you want. That is probably one of the first things a lot of for example dating apps will ask you like okay I am looking for a relationship or I am looking for a hookup or I am looking for marriage and if you don't know I feel like a lot of people will just say oh I'm looking for a relationship when they're actually looking for a hookup and that can be very deceiving because it's like those two things are very very different and it can get a little dicey in that sort of situation so being clear with what you want but I love when you said like your intentions and what the you know all of the the factors that this man has and personality traits but also getting deeper into that of like okay I want you know maybe maybe you want kids maybe you don't want kids and and kind of having that conversation and that thought in your head of of saying like okay I need to be clear with my intentions that I do not want to have children and that can look like so many different situations like I actually used to not want children like years ago, believe it or not. And when I met my boyfriend, I kind of was like, oh, wow, uh, I actually kind of do want a family with this man. So that is wild to think about. But I did date people who had children and I was fine with that because I was like, oh, well, I don't want my own children. I'm fine with other people. So that can look different in so many different ways. That's just an example. Um but I think it is so important to be clear with your intentions and vice versa. Like they should be clear. And if they're kind of not, then obviously you might want to put up a yellow flag and be like, hmm, what does this guy really want? And that can be a whole tricky situation for sure. Yeah, um, definitely. And also to add to that, like, um, 
I hear a lot of times women who are afraid to be upfront about what it is that they really want because they don't want to like lose him or miss out on him. Mm-hmm. And I just want to, you know, throw in there that like, if you, if what you're looking for is a long-term relationship, you know, marriage with a person, like you don't want to be wasting your time with someone who doesn't want, like, who doesn't want what you want. And so to just stand strong in knowing what you want and trusting that that man is out there and he is going to find you and that, you know, you don't, you don't want to settle or try and change someone else's mind um, for fear of not finding, you know, the next person. So yes. there's kind of like a fine balance, you know, between every spectrum or a, every yeah. end of a spectrum, I think. I actually love that. <clears throat> Excuse me. You said that because that is so true. Like if you were to start dating someone and you were like, I want someone who is loyal. I want this, this, this they'd probably be overwhelmed. A man will probably be like, whoa, like this is, that's too much. So I think kind of like easing into it, like starting out conversations, like, oh, you know, talk about maybe traveling and kind of see like, oh, does like, if that's something that you really want to do, oh, I want to travel the world with my husband or my family, kind of easing into those conversations, like maybe, oh, have you traveled the US? Like, where have you been? Have you traveled outside the US? Just start small, even if it's silly conversations like that, because that can build into something like, oh, well, I would really enjoy to travel the world one day, blah, blah, blah. And I think what you were saying about, um, oh my God, I just lost my train of thought. I hate when that happens. <laughs> I literally just lost it. Um, what, oh, we were talking about the kids thing. Oh my being God. Being honest and upfront with like what you want. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Um, being so, and I get that, that can be, And that's actually good to know that a lot of women are kind of a little nervous to say what they want, but you're right. I would rather, you know, my listeners to, you know, say what they want up front and be honest about it. than like, like you were saying, waste a bunch of time with someone who wants complete opposite things of them. And because then you're just, you're slowing down the process. Obviously it shouldn't be like a rush, a rushed, you know, finding your person, might take longer than you think or maybe it will be short but like not trying to speed that you know or or trying to speed up that process and that's process in a sense that you don't want to be wasting your time or wasting someone else's time so being up front with exactly what you want is just I mean I've had good luck with it I mean I think it's it's so important to just be up front with exactly what you want and then you know, hopefully they will be kind of clear with, oh yeah, like I do want, you know, similar things or then you, maybe you might realize, you know, this person doesn't really want the same things. And then you kind of let it slowly, you know, all right, this is not going to work. So what do you, any other like big lessons? I think what you said was so good. Yeah, I'll throw, I'll throw one more in there. Something that I've been noticing a lot with my clients is that there's this, um, this fear of saying yes, Mm. like yes to the date, yes to the guy. And it's really, and I experienced this myself too. Like I have been out of the dating world for 
four and a half plus years and just a couple months ago got back online um and like knowing everything that I know and going through all of the personal development work that I've gone through like initially I had my app open and I was like no 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 and then the funny part is that you get so upset when you don't have any conversations going on with anyone or you don't get asked on any dates when you're the one who said no to everyone it's (laughs) like thinking about it it's like pretty comical um and so you know what I had to realize and now, you know, and what I share with clients now is just like, first, you know, have clarity, know what your non-negotiables are. And it's really, it's the black and white things. So like Mm -hmm. on a profile, like for me personally, the person that I end up marrying, he needs to be Christian. So like, if, if he doesn't self-identify as that, you know, it's an automatic no for me, because that is the number one non-negotiable for me. Other black and white non-negotiables are like, um, no smoking, no pills, you know, if he's a liberal, you know, political or conservative, like those are oftentimes clear indicators of someone that, you know, you're going to work with or someone that you're not going to work with. Um, but what I see is that like a lot of women will look at the photos and or men I mean we all do this right we look at the photos and go oh I'm not physically attracted to them it's a no Mm. or they see the job and they say they'll go oh because he's a plumber he doesn't make that much money or because he's this we're not going to be able to go travel that much or you know fill in the blank however you want to but the truth of the matter is that like a dating profile is not giving you a full sense of who this person actually is the only way you're going to know who this person is in front of you is if you meet them in person, um, or at least start talking to them. Um, and so I, you know, my new mantra is just like, just say yes. Yes. (laughs) And the amazing thing about doing that is when you step into that place of like saying yes, you're shifting your energy and your mindset because you're, you're, you're saying, okay, I'm open. I'm open to receiving whatever is going to come my way. It doesn't mean you're committing to any, like one person to marriage. It doesn't even mean you're necessarily going to go out on a first date. It it just means that you're opening yourself up to the possibility of whoever or whatever may be wanting to come into your life. And I can't tell you how many stories I've heard where someone's had this like idea of who their husband's going to be. And then they end up getting married and totally different than what they totally opposite. Yeah. Yeah. So so, I love that advice because I like my, one of my mottos, I guess you could say, I don't know. Um, for my podcast is go on that date. And like, that is another, you know, situation of saying yes to things. I always tell my, you know, my single friends, like say yes to like work events or, you know, family outing or not family outings, but like, you know what I mean? Like, or I guess you could meet someone like, you know, like with your family, I'm not saying in your family, like going out (laughs) dinner, not incest going on, going on here, people. (laughs) um but like saying yes to those things maybe you like usually don't go out with 
some of your girlfriends or your, you know, your couple friends, but you know what? They could be a good wing woman or wingman to find that guy for you. So I think saying yes, I love that advice. That is so good. So good. Cause you're right. You are opening up yourself to, oh, okay. I have a mindset. I have a different mindset and I'm going to shift that energy instead of just sitting on my couch and being miserable because I'm not, you know, with my guy or going on a date. Oh, you know what? My girlfriend asked me to go out to dinner and, you know, I didn't really feel like it tonight, but you know what? I'm going to go now because who knows who I'm going to meet and I'm going to go and have Mm -hmm. fun and, and just have a blast with my girlfriend, you know? Um, So that is love that say yes to things nailed it yeah so I know you said you kind of are getting back out there um do you have any like high level advice on like dating apps like as far as like you know a profile or pictures or what to say what not to say really any advice um for the men or women yeah I think there's always things that you can do to to pique someone's interest, but I am going to start this conversation by, by saying, don't get so stuck and consumed by the fact that like, oh my gosh, my profile has to be perfect. Or what app is the best app to use? Like when in reality, people have met their partner on every single one of them. And pictures may be really lousy like the resolution may not may not be that good the bio you know it's just like it's it's so easy to blame that stuff as to why you're not meeting someone when really it always comes back to like you your energy where's your mindset where's your focus how open are you what limiting beliefs are holding you back from really being open to receiving so with that said um I think you know, just us being humans, image means a lot. We make really quick snap judgments based off of what we see. Mm -hmm. Is that right? I mean, not really. You could be missing out on something, but knowing that it's a fact to really pay attention to the photos that you're using, you know, how is it making you look? And I'm not just, I'm not saying like, you know, be ashamed of, you know, how you look or, or, you know, or go into that downward spiral of like bad body image or, you know, um, insecurity, but to be mindful, you know, put some effort into the photos that you're posting, um, whether it's like a light touch of makeup or nice light, um, getting close up you know, being your authentic self, like really like photos that show who you are and like, what is your day-to-day life look like? You know, um, if you're an adventure junkie, like I am like, you know, putting the pictures of you jumping off of a cliff or skydiving or, you know, stuff like that. So just, I think, you know, being mindful of the photos. Um, and then in terms of like, bio like men they don't need paragraphs like they are looking for short concise simple clear description of what you want and so um I always recommend you know it could 
be bullet points or just yeah like a, a nice couple sentences one. right of just being clear you know like saying it don't you don't need to like you don't need to walk it like walk around or you know add all this fluff just I'm right. a single you know Christian woman or I'm a single mom of blank kids looking for fill in the blank you know yeah. this is what I love to do or this is what's important to me um and then you know leave the door open of yeah. hey I can't wait to chat with you or hey I can't wait to get to know you better or you know something along those lines that's really like inviting them to pursue I like that kind of keep it sweet and simple and straight to the point um I think that's that's really great advice so let's get into, you know, getting back out there. If you, you know, if you haven't been in the dating game or maybe you went through a breakup and you're kind of like, am I ready? And I think that can look a lot in a lot of different ways for different folks. Um, but let's kind of get into, you know, getting back into the game and like what to expect and maybe you're overwhelmed and kind of let's break down like how to kind of make yourself more comfortable and just just feel good about getting back out there yeah that's a really great question and I feel like that's kind of exactly like where I focus on in the realm of like my my coaching area um and it really it, again it goes back to like the self and you and really creating a life that you love, that you're passionate about, that you're excited, where you wake up every morning and you're like, I am, I love my life. Like that doesn't mean we don't have bad days, right? Or we don't get right. mad or frustrated or, you know, whatever. But, but on like a big scale, it's like you love, you love yourself and you love your life. And, um, when you come from that place, like your energy is high and it's really magnetic and people actually want to be around you because they can feel, they can feel that high. Um, so beyond that, you know, like if you're not in a place where you, you like feel that where you're, um, I always say like they, I call it like your emotional home base. So we all have a home base emotionally. And if it's, you know, like resentment or bitterness or um, sadness, like there's still work to be done. Right. But if you feel like you've got, you've, you know, worked on yourself and you've healed and you're now in a place where you know, your natural emotional home base is, you know, peace or joy, excitement, passion, motivation. Like, I feel like that's a really good indicator that now, okay, let's start taking action into putting ourselves out there more, which looks like, you know, starting a dating app is one way. Um, it could be going to live events, whether it's like a painting class or live music, or even just in your day-to-day -day life, you know, if you are at the grocery store, like, or at a coffee shop, just like 
being open again to the possibility of who may be put in your path and saying, Hey, how's it going? Like, it doesn't have to be. Yeah. Oh, approachable. That's how you (laughs) being approachable is huge. I feel like that's a big indicator of just like, like you were saying your energy, people can feel energy. I feel like, like even, even nowadays like I'm obviously in a relationship but I feel like people can feel that I'm approachable and everyone under the sun will talk to me and I'm obviously fine with it but like people can feel when and and vice versa like I can I can kind of feel like oh okay like I'm walking through the aisles and I'll just talk to random people but like I like I actually went up to this old woman the other day and I was like oh my god I love the outfit that she chose at TJ Maxx and she like talked to me for like five minutes and it was so sweet but again you can do that in your dating world like you were saying coffee shop love that grocery store even if you're trying to pick something up just be like oh wow like or what they have in their hand like oh I never tried that is it good like it can be so simple right for sure and it honestly it doesn't even have to be a man like if you're afraid of like talking and putting yourself out there like just make a goal of, okay, I'm going to say, Hey, to three people today. The intention is not. Yeah, exactly. The intention is not to go on a date. The intention is not to meet your future husband. It's really to like build yourself up and to gain confidence in talking to people. I think in this day and age, we are more and more getting afraid of like making eye contact and I'm guilty of it. I'm, I'm guilty of it. You know, (laughs) we're, we're afraid of like rejection or like not, you know, someone not responding to us, but like, just say, Hey, like, even if they ignore you, most people though, if you say hi with this warm smile on your face, they're going to mirror the way that you're interacting with them. So that is so true. Yeah. Talking. (laughs) No, I think that's a good way to put it too, is like practice, like talk, just set a goal for yourself and, and feel, you know, excited to just go and do something and just start communicating, start connecting with people. Um, I think that's a beautiful way to kind of start the journey. And then, like you were saying, you can start on a dating app. You can just go out like, make yourself say yes to things and make yourself Mm -hmm. available. And I think, you know, when you get to that point, I think a lot of people, you know, from what I've experienced through my friends and just people that I know, a lot of people ask, like, how do I know when I'm ready? And I think you kind of, you know, you already said it, but I think just really when you feel good about yourself you know, you're not bitter, you're not resentful. I think you'll kind of feel like, okay, like, I think I am ready to go on a date or, you know, that guy that keeps messaging me that I haven't really responded to, you know, what? I'm going to message him back and be like, Hey, yeah, I, I would like to go out. Like, I think you will know once you're fully like, all right, I'm ready to get back out there. And I think kind of loving yourself and figuring that out can, can be such a journey, but it's a very beautiful journey because when you are single and when you are alone, I feel like you learn. So that is like the time where you learn an insane amount of stuff about yourself, you know, good stuff, things that you never would have thought about. Like you can just kind of be in your own head and just like your mind space is just like focused on you and not like all these other distractions. And I think that can be a really beautiful journey. Yeah. 
I definitely agree. And it's one that never ends, right? Yes. Um, it's always, it's always continuing. Yeah, that is so true. Um, and I think another good point too is try not, and I know that this is hard. Like I'm a, a critical, like overthinker. Like I, my mind is always thinking, like I just, I can never stop overthinking. So when I say this, I mean this in like a very kind way to my listeners, like try not to overthink a date, like really, truly just think about it as in a sense of, I am going, pretend it's your girlfriend. I am going to dinner with my girlfriend and I am just going to talk about whatever. Cause this is the thing about a first date. You can talk about anything under the sun. You could talk about your family. You could talk about something that you, you know, happened in your childhood, like a, a vacation that you went on or, you know, your job, that's always a, you know, an easy conversation. Oh, what do you do? Blah, blah, blah. Keep going. Um, I mean, you can get into, there's just endless options because they probably don't know much about you. Right. So try to think about it in a sense of, I am just going out to dinner or I am just going bowling and I am going to have fun. And the worst case scenario is that you never have to see that person again. And if it's great, then you can be like, okay, I want to go on a second date and communicate that. Um, and I think just kind of taking, I know a lot, it, it can be a little intimidating to go on a first date. I totally get that by it. By no means don't think that I'm like, oh, it's easy and, and just go. But just try to like take the edge off by just thinking it's just a first date. Like I'm just going out to dinner and kind of just like you should have fun with it. It should be fun. And it can be intimidating if you haven't been out for a while, you haven't been on a date in five years, whatever the case may be, but talk to your girlfriend before. I think that's a really good advice. FaceTime her or video call her, or just give her a phone call while you're getting ready. Maybe you're listening to a fun playlist and just kind of like pump yourself up. You should have that person or a coach. You should have that person that kind of like takes your nerves, like just takes them down a notch and just like pumps you up, makes you feel good. Like I think having that person and like, also, even if you have to go in the bathroom and text her and be like, what, what else should I talk about? Like, I think (laughs) having things you can talk about in a date can kind of just like take that edge off too. Um, Do you have any tips about like, you know, getting out there on the first date? Like maybe Yeah, I think you pretty much hit the nail on the head. Like, I think a lot of women, you know, we put so much pressure on ourselves because we want to find the man. We want to be married. We want to have kids. And, um, and so it, it, it makes it, it it makes us feel like we have to be perfect, that we have to say the right thing that, you know, oh my gosh, what if there's an awkward moment or what if I don't know what to say? next or what if he doesn't like me and it's like when you the thing about dating is that it's like it's this gradual journey when you go on a first date like you said you're not going on the first date to determine if you're going to marry this guy or not you're going on this first date to determine if you want to go on a second date and so like let go of the pressure let go of this like huge weight that's like over your head saying like, I have to find the one to marry. My time is running out. There aren't any good men out there. Men only want one thing. If you don't give it to them, they're going to leave. Like just leave all of that behind and just enjoy the date. I actually, 
I actually just went on my first date in four years and oh you know it here's the crazy thing it was not glamorous I think we have I think we have this like we have this like idea in our head that like it's gonna be this huge like celebration and there's going to be fireworks going off and butterflies in our stomach. And mm-hmm. that happens for some people, but right. I don't think it's like the norm. It's not, we have oh. this expectation of this is how it's supposed to be when it's really not like when you're meeting someone, it's like, it's like me- going to a class and you're meeting and you, yes. you meet someone at a class and you just start talking to them. And like, if you hit it off, maybe you exchange numbers and you get together and then a friendship starts to grow and build. Like yeah. it's, it's equivalent. It's like, you don't go on a first date and all of a sudden, oh my gosh, I'm now Mrs. Whatever. Right. right? Like, yeah. <laughs> So I, yeah, just, I think taking the pressure off and just realizing that like, you're probably going to go on a lot of first dates and of those first dates, maybe 50% turn into a second date. And of those Mm -hmm. second dates, maybe 20% turn into a third, fourth, right? Like it's, it's not like the first person you go out with is like, it's going to be, oh yeah, this is it. And now we're getting married. So just let go of the expectation and just be present in the moment. And like, it was great. The first date, it was fine. Like yeah, we talked about what we are passionate about, which is business and, you know, conversation flowed. There was a couple moments where I was like, oh my gosh, what if, what if the conversation doesn't continue? But I, I stayed, I just sat back. I just let him lead. I let him ask the next question and if there was kind of that awkwardness like I just sat in it right (laughs) and like maybe I'm like fiddling with my fingers underneath the table or like oh this is really awkward but you know just like be present like get out of your head space and get into the heart space and just enjoy the feminine essence of being present in the moment and experiencing all that that moment has to offer I love that that is that is good stuff. Cause it's true. It's like when you take that expectation off, okay, this is going to be my husband. Then you're like, oh, okay. It's just a date. Like this is fine. And if there is awkward moments, I do think looking around and commenting on what's going around, going on around you, I think is one of the easiest ways to just like take off the pressure of like, oh my God, what do I say next? Just, oh, wow. This place is really busy. Have you ever been here before? Like or just like anything that's going around, going on around you, right? Yeah. I think that's a good way to just like ease off the, oh my God, what do I say next? Because it can be a little awkward at times, but I, if I'm in that situation, I will pull anything out of my ass to say, like literally, if there's an awkward moment, I will literally just take anything that I can remember. Uh, oh yeah, I went to I went to uh, California um, a couple of years ago and this is what, like, I will literally say anything. And that's just me. Cause I, I I'm just like, whatever, let's go. Um, so and I think Pete, like if he's the right guy, like he's yeah. not going to care if it's awkward. Like exactly. he's going to, he wants to see who you truly are. He wants to see the woman that's sitting in front of him yeah. and just being, just being you is enough. That's 100%. all you have to do. I love that. 
Um, advice to someone thinking that they can't date at whatever age, what do you recommend or advise to them? Like, oh, I can't date. I'm 50 and I'm old. What do you, what would you say to them? Um, I guess I would say, you know, I'd go back to their vision. Like, what do you, Mm. what do you really want? Like, what do you want your life to look like? What, you know, and allow the juices to flow, like allow the creativity and the love that's, you know, that is you and that is within you to just come out. And then I probably would start asking questions as to like, why do they have that belief? Where is it coming Mm. from? Why do they feel that way? Is it protecting them in some way? Are they afraid of, you know, putting themselves out there again or getting hurt? Um, And then, you know, I think a lot of times we tell ourselves these things because it's a way of guarding ourselves. It's a way of, you know, protecting ourselves from whatever, whatever fear or um, just insecurity or um, doubt, whatever it may be. Um, But I will tell you that there are so many people that are in their 40s 50s 60s that are either you know had an incredible first merit or second whatever relationship and it ended for whatever reason and they're looking for this the next one or they came out of one that wasn't that great but they're they're looking for you know that love and so you're not alone um my grandmother she had an incredible marriage. um, Her husband ended up passing a handful of years before, you know, it was her time. And she ended up remarrying at the age of like 80, 80 something to some, to some man that she had met within her, like her living, like her living space. And so it's just like, you never know, like, never know. That's awesome. Anything's possible. If, if you have the right mindset and energy. Yes. I love that. That's it. It it makes sense too. Right. Cause it's like, if I have good energy and I'm, I'm showing people that, and you know, you can feel energy as well to the other person and like, just like really vibing and making sure that like, you're putting your all into yourself and then you can kind of fill someone else's glass, right? Because they always say that that phrase of you can't you can't fill your glass without wait. I, I always forget. You can't fill that. someone else's glass without filling your own. I haven't heard Thank of you. that one like that. But yeah, it's like the same idea. Yeah. So I think that's just so true and it, it just makes sense. So you know if no matter what age you are, there is someone else, someone out there for you and just, you know, keep, keep having that good, good energy and love yourself and just, you'll find them for sure. So I love that. Um, any last thoughts before we play our game? No, I think you like my biggest piece of advice is like you've said it so many times is like just have fun like you know enjoy yourself I think dating you you don't want to look back on your dating journey and be like man that was the worst time of my life or you know like that really sucks you know like 
you want to look back on your dating journey and go, wow, I learned so much about myself. I got to meet so many amazing people. I experienced so many amazing things. Like it's really an incredible opportunity to learn more about yourself, to love yourself more, to really like pull back the layers and really get clear on what you actually need, you know, to become aware of what your triggers are uh, and, you know, to build the skills to be able to navigate that because even, you know, even when you do find the right man, like you're going to get triggered. You're going to have conflict. You're going to be scared to share maybe how you feel because you, whatever, like, it's like dating is preparing you and building the skills that you need in order to create that long lasting and fulfilling relationship that's coming. So just expect, you know, it's, you have to go through it in order to get to the end destination that you want. So you may as well enjoy it and learn as much as you can. Nailed it. That was spot on. Okay. You ready for a game? Oh yes. I love games. Awesome. Okay. So this is called this or that. So the first one is burgers or tacos? That. <laughs> tacos. <laughs> do I say this or that or do I say the thing? Um, you can say the thing. Just okay. <laughs> um, do you prefer sweet or savory? Sweet. Sweet. Cake or pie? Cake for sure. Cake. Love it. Would you rather be able to control weather or have the ability to talk to animals talk to animals love it these are creative (laughs) yeah some of these are really I try to have some fun with them because some of the ideas that I've had are like wow Janae how'd you think of that but then I definitely look some up because some some of them are so good um online shopping or in-person shopping in person in person love it would you rather live without music or live without movies? Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> um, probably movies. Movies. Would you rather have eyes that film everything or ears that record everything? That's another really good one. <laughs> um, I think ears that record everything. Love it. Would you rather live by the ocean or live in a cabin in the woods? Cabin. Cabin. Would you rather travel the world for free for one year or be given 50K to spend on anything? Travel. Travel. Nice. Would you rather go on like an activity date, meaning like bowling or axe throwing or movies or something like that? Or would you rather just do like a dinner date? activity for sure same here I like to like do something fun because I feel like you get to learn about each other when you kind of do something like you can see like if you're bowling for instance oh are they competitive like how do they react to when they're not doing very good or when they are doing really well and they get a strike like how they kind of they are and that's right that's a interesting way to learn more about someone 
it also takes the pressure off. You know, if you run out of something to say, you just go, you go do what you're doing. Right. (laughs) Talk about that. Like, whereas like if you're sitting over dinner and you run out of something to say, it's like you're sitting awkwardly in Mm -hmm. silence eating. That's just so weird. (laughs) (laughs) That's so true. I feel like I drink a lot. Like when I, no matter what (laughs) I have in front of me, I'll just like, even if it's water, I'll just like sit on it. I'm like, oh, and then I'll talk because then you can kind of think about something. That's actually a good tip. I've never said that on my podcast, but that's a good one. Um, Would you rather direct a music video or direct a photo shoot? Mm, A photo shoot. I don't know why. It just came out first. Cool. It would be cool. This one is interesting. Would you rather glow pink when you're attracted to someone or glow, <laughs> or glow red when someone annoys you? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I think the first one. You'd rather it's glow a little pink. less embarrassing. Yeah. yeah definitely. Um, okay. And then the last one is sunrise or sunset. Hmm. Um, I guess it depends what time of the year it is and oh, when it actually happens. <laughs> true. That's true. That's, but that's naturally, true. I'd say sunrise. sunrise. Um, yeah. Very nice. Well, I go to bed really early. So, <laughs> no. Well, this was so much fun, Jessica. Thank you so much for your input and your great dating advice. Let's, um, Tell everyone where they can connect with you, please. Yeah. So uh, the best place is my website, jessicaelundgren.com. I have um, a couple free goodies there. I have um, a quiz that will reveal your dating archetype and kind of like who you need to step into as a woman to break through those blocks. Also a free PDF with your first three steps to start dating again, if you've been out of the the game for a while or Instagram at finding the good men. Love it. Well, thank you so much for being here today. I loved connecting with you and chatting with you. Yeah, it's been so much fun. Those questions were got me thinking. So thank you so much, Jenny, for having me. It's been a lot of fun. So after me and Jess stopped recording, she literally was like, my cheeks hurt from smiling so much. And that's just why I love doing this. I love connecting with people and just having so much fun conversations and really just getting to hear people's experiences and stories and education. And it's just, it's so much fun. So I hope you enjoyed this episode with Jessica. Definitely connect with her and you know where to find me at My Naked Mindset on all of your social media, as well as I would love if you join my VIP Facebook group, and that's My Naked Mindsetters, and also check out my merch. It is really cute, if I do say so myself. We have a bunch of different color waves, and I have a few different phrases or, you know, my logo, and my naked mindset on the different items. So definitely check them out. I totally appreciate you supporting the podcast. And please let me know if you want to collaborate in any way or if you have any topics you would like me to talk about. I hope you guys had a lovely day. Thank you so much for listening today. Bye.